So, Mark, should we uh, should we have the disclaimer first, the legalese, and then give the audience our backstory, or should we uh, should we do the backstory first? What do you think? I, I think we better cover our bases with the legal stuff before we get to the to the dangerous material. Okay, great. I'll just go ahead and read it off. <laughs> I'll just read it off here as our, our uh, legal counsel has instructed. And uh, okay, so here's a disclaimer. Hi, this is Jason and Mark with Interman Radio. A free service to thinkers everywhere, demystifying the Bible by asking the questions your neighborhood pastor is afraid to answer. The views expressed by our guests do not necessarily represent the views of Interman Radio hosts, the IMR network, its affiliates, producers, underwriters, and family. We have a network. We have affiliates too, by the right. way. Right? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, delve into a, a new topic for Interman Radio, and one that is particularly close to home, like our home, literally our homes. But before we do that, we're gonna have Uncle Fillmore. We reached out to him to get some uh, pithy wisdom on the subject, and uh, we'll, we'll play back what he had for us. All right, so here's Uncle Fillmore. This is Uncle Fillmore. You know, the fellas at Interman Radio wanted me to give them some insight on raising honest kids. <laughs> and to be honest, I was reluctant. Because, first of all, kids are by nature uncivilized, thieving, lying, cheating rugrats destined to make the world a dark and unlivable place. <laughs> Mark, I'm on the front porch. You're not supposed to be here. Ever watch Lord of the Flies or Daddy Daycare? I rest my case. But since I owe Mark for gifting me his clapper light switch, I'd be happy to give you some insight. When it comes to honesty and kids, the most important thing is not to let them catch you lie. We all know that you're going to lie because, let's face it, nobody's perfect. And if you've overcome every other temptation, there's got to be one of them buggers that gets you. It's probably going to be dishonesty. But I digress. You want your kids to be mostly honest. And the best way is to be mostly honest yourself. And when there's an uncommon temptation to man that is inescapable, you hide the evidence. For example, Mark, I'm, we're, I'm, on, the, I'm on the front porch. For example, <clears throat> wait a minute now, I hit the page down button and, and here we go. For example, when you sneak homemade fudge from the freezer around Christmas time, be sure to close the lid. A half-open plastic container is a dead giveaway, and it sends all the wrong messages to the kids. Laziness, sloppiness, carelessness, you name it. And when you tell fishing stories, make them believable. You don't want your kids getting in the habit of stretching the truth beyond believability. Like when Al Gore said he invented the internet, or when Trump said he was the most honest president to ever live. Come on, man. Give me a break, Jack. Well, I guess that's about all I have for today. Anytime you fellas need some advice, you just let me know. Wow. Thank you for that, Uncle Fillmore. Oh. <laughs> Boy, mm, that was... A modern sage. Where, where do we go from there? I mean, how well, do you... Well, so, so Uncle Phil's kind of opened our topic. We want to talk about kids. We want to talk about raising kids. We want to talk about, about family dynamics and doing that. But to be honest, we weren't sure we wanted to do that. So kids are a huge part of both of our lives. We both have six children. That's been, you know, really largely the central focus of much of our homes. I think that's yeah, fair to say. It is. Um, for the last 20 plus years. Yep. We both still have some kids at home. We, we both have some kids who are out of the house. Yep. And I guess in talking this over, we thought of all the things that, that are important to us, 
that's really one of the central concerns that we have is we want to do parenting the right way. But I think it's also something that we rarely talk about within church circles. Quite frankly, we were reluctant to do this series just because I'm not an expert, guys, and I don't know if Mark claims to be either, uh, but I, I do know this, that there are things that we see and that we've lear- we're have learning along the way as we go, and there's things that, that we feel like it, it would be, if we waited you know, for another 10, 15 years until all the kids are out of the house, that would be a shame because I think there's things that we could talk about today that would be of benefit to people. Yeah, I think at first I talked you into doing this, yeah. and then I think you talked me into doing it after yeah. we thought about it some more. Right. So we both really did have some concerns about being able to do justice to the topic. Also, we wanted to make sure that we were sensitive to our own families. Yep. We wanted to be able to do it in such a way as not sounding like old guys on the front porch, uh, like yeah. Uncle Fillmore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in fact, we've already cut one trial episode that we just didn't like the way it, it turned out because no. felt that it sent the wrong message. So we're, we're trying to thread a, a pretty small needle here, really. But the goal is, is really to let our listening audience know we're in the same boat with yep. you. We're all raising kids and we're doing it at a time and in a place where that is becoming increasingly difficult. It's not to make more of of where we are, but it's just to say that, frankly, a lot of things that maybe used to come automatically or that they would assimilate from culture, they won't anymore. There is less and less that we can rely on from society around us than ever before as far as sending the right messages, you know, and we can go back like like old men, you know, reminiscing about the old days, like in Mayberry, (laughs) you know, which this, there is no Mayberry here. We're not in the 1950s. We're not in a utopian society. This is something that we think would be beneficial. Yeah, because not only is it where we are, but so many of the lessons that we learn and need to assimilate as Christians come from the family. You know, they come from this process. When we're raising families, we're really practicing the necessary skills in order to be effective in the Lord's church. You know, the family is the is the model yeah. for what the church is. Paul says uh, to the Corinthians, you may have many tutors, uh, but you have one father in Christ. He said, I am that guy, right? I brought you the gospel. Those relationships really find their greatest fulfillment inside the kingdom of God. When Jesus' mother and brothers showed up uh, at his house in Capernaum, he asked, you know, who are my mother, sisters, and brothers, and so on? And uh, he said, it's really the people here talking to the folks who had gathered to listen to him. Timothy is told to relate to Older women as mothers, younger women as sisters in all purity, young men as as brothers, old men as fathers. All all of that requires that you did some of that learning in the family unit before practicing it on the rest of the the church body. So there's lots of, of great lessons there. I think one of the things that frightens me about parenting is that you don't know how to do it. You get one shot. You don't know what you're doing. It's a learn on the fly, on the job, thrown in crash course in parenting. And in some cases, really, you don't know what you've done wrong until you did it. Right. I know, at least personally, I can look back and say, I wish I could do that one a little differently, or I'd like to try that over. There's going to be some times in this series where we might even just step back and say, you know what, this is one of those things that I could have done better and something that I've learned along the way. So I guess with all that said, you know, our, our first topic here is like Uncle Fillmore talked about, is honesty. I appreciate his valuable insight. Yeah, if you're going to sneak fudge, close the lid. So one of the first lessons that we have to learn in Christianity is also and one of the central things that we have to teach in parenting. That really is 
how do we be honest? Not only uh, with ourselves, but particularly from a child perspective, we really need that kid to learn to be honest with his or her parents. In First uh, John chapter 1, we get this tremendous picture of what honesty with the Lord looks like. It's owning up to things. If we've sinned, it says we need to confess that sin. There's a, a level of honesty which is required with God before we can really have any kind of relationship. Everything else becomes sort of a self-serving uh, manipulation in order to achieve some other end. But relationships of all kinds have to be based on honesty first. And a lot of kids struggle with being honest a lot like people do. Because kids aren't people, but there's someone honking the horn. Hope that wasn't one of my kids out in the street. Anyway, <laughs> if it is, and Honestly. we ask, they had better be honest about that. No, because honesty is, is really the foundation, as you mentioned, Mark, for our Christian walk. Of course, in First John, really one of the central themes throughout that entire letter really is light. So I don't think anybody in our listening audience would disagree with that, you think? I hope not. Everybody agrees that being honest is important. Let's, let's bring it down to practical level. We also, as Christians, in being honest with ourselves, also have to, to evaluate whether or not we're using our kids to make ourselves look good. You ever see that, Mark, where parents use their kids to look good? Yes. So one of the things that, that we'll do as parents oftentimes is to help smooth over things for our kids because we don't want them to necessarily either have to face the consequences. But really, it's probably because we don't want to look bad when our kids do something bad. Yeah, it's really, that's a hard line because... Um, we want we want the kids to be honest, uh, but sometimes as parents, we want to see them in a certain light. We want to see them a certain way. And, you know, that's even true when people would come to Jesus. Um, you know, they'd say, hey, uh, Lord, we're ready to follow you, right? And uh, Jesus would respond, are you really? Uh, yeah. Because do you, uh, are you ready to do this? Are you ready to be my disciple? If you're coming with me, this is what life on the road is like. Here's the cost. Um, Right, so there's all of those. There's all those things. Go sell this. Um, go do that. Go right, and be, and it's not because they were poor intentioned. I think they had good intentions, but what they didn't have is a good view of who they were, and really have to face themselves. They were free at that point to see themselves the way they chose to, rather than how they really were. I think that happens not only personally, but I think that happens with children too. Parents see their children in the way that they would like to see them, instead of really viewing them honestly, um, sometimes it takes a little bit of space, a little bit of distance to get the necessary objectivity to, I, to uh, identify the problem. And honesty is one of those. Mark, what does that look like? That looks like, uh, that looks like someone... Are you talking about the mom, you know, okay, I just said mom, or dad, who says, who's talking about their, their kid, and maybe their 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 kid no it's the mom it's the mom. okay right so <laughs> he's such a good boy but actually he's not everybody sees it except for mom is that kind of what you're talking about okay so let's let's take a, a, a very uh preschool sort of example okay. right all right um little billy who is who is he will be our naughty child um little little billy has taken some toy away from little Susie, and uh and and so Susie is in tears and, 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 you know, she's raising the roof about um, injustice and, and other things. And right. If there is no justice, there is no peace. <laughs> That's for sure. And so mom or dad comes in, right? Mm-hmm. What, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it, it's, easy, it, it's easy to say, okay, if my kid is, is Billy and, you know, he took Susie's thing, I, I, my kid wouldn't do that. 
Right. It's easy for parents to step in and try to try to smooth over what actually took place instead of dealing with it. And what they do, they end up lying for the kid. Ah. Uh, did you did you think this was yours, Billy? Did you? Oh, Billy. Did you know it's time to share? Of course he knows it's time to share, right? Did, did you think, Susie, is it time for her to... And, and they offer all of these excuses. Oh, he's teething. It's okay. He, he gets confused, you know, when he doesn't get a nap. He thinks other people's toys are his toys. And, and that seems like a, like a gross misrepresentation, but it's really not. That, right. That's, that's right. pretty true to form when, when parents get going and they don't want their kid... To, to have to face up, and more than that, they as parents don't want to have to face up to who their children are behaving like. Okay, so really, in this case, not only do we have a child who's being dishonest, but really the, the parents' dishonesty is really contributing to that, and it's going to perpetuate it and, make, and help it, and really enable it in, yeah. down the future. So, so. so a, a buddy of mine is a, is, is a bit Italian, and he had a very Italian mother. One day, he got into trouble at school, and by the time he got home, mom mm-hmm. was already on the phone with the principal. Telling the principal that he shouldn't have disciplined your friend? No, no. The, uh, the, the principal was explaining what this buddy of mine had done while he yeah. was at school. Right. And, uh, and, so, and so mom is on the phone talking this over with the, with the principal. And, and she calls back to her son. Son, did you do, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and so the kid, my, my buddy, he says... Yeah, that's that's what happened. Yeah, I did that. You know, that was the thing. And so mom, you know, in, in these days, it wasn't speakerphone. Mom gets back on the receiver with the principal. Well, if you say you didn't do it, then you didn't do it. And she just flat out lied to him. Yeah. Oh, so he said he did. <laughs> yeah, he fessed up. But, but when she's repeating the conversation, she's pret- pretending like he said he didn't. Exactly. Yeah, she's oh, going to go to man. bat for him. And, and lie for him to try and get him out of trouble at school. Okay, now wait a minute. What does that have to do with being Italian? I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to fit that in here, Mark. Is that... W- w- it's, can it's you explain backstory. that? It's like, it's like context. You, you okay. need it to fully, to fully appreciate okay. the, the scenario. <laughs> it's so it. funny. Got it. It's like Costa But it's Nostra. a great example of what we're talking about where, you know, parents, because they don't want to face the music... Right. ...are going to try and smooth the way for their kids and make excuses for them... Um, you know, somehow remove them from the from the consequences uh, of their actions, and uh, and and when we do that as parents, we're sending all the wrong messages. And that's one thing when they're little and they're stealing toys from their preschool buddies. It's something else when they're thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Oh, maybe they didn't get that message. Well, whose responsibility uh-huh. is that? Right, right. Oh. You know what? He's just got he's working on a lot of things right now and don't do that. Be honest about your kids and make your kids be honest. One of the things that we always trying to ask of, of our kids is we wanted the truth the first time every time. Yeah, so uh in talking about being honest as parents, really we're talking about being honest as Christians and uh practicing that character trait. You know, going back to Uncle Fillmore's uh, pithy wisdom at the beginning of the episode here, you know, he had this mindset that that really, uh, really, our goal we can't really be honest. Our goal is just to try to 
kind of be as honest as we can and be believable. Like an eighty percent, we're shooting for eighty percent. Yeah, yeah, and then and then uh, you know teach our kids <laughs> to be mostly honest, mostly, and, and not not tell any whoppers that are unbelievable. That way, people don't trust him anymore. But really, we laugh at that. We go, ha ha, that's just crazy. But if you think about it, I wonder how many times parents operate that way without realizing that that we're operating that way because of our internal beliefs about our ability to actually be honest. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. If we're going to expect of the kids that they're going to tell us the truth the first time, every time, we have to demand that of ourselves. there, There can't be any wiggle room there that, kids, we expect you to be honest but, but they overhear you on the phone, make excuses for, oh, the right. traffic was so bad. Right. Right. And that's why we were late <laughs> because traffic was, oh, it was yeah. terrible today. You should have, you should have seen it. It's yep. why they absolutely know that you just fibbed your way out of personal responsibility. Yes. And, of course, our kids, they, they watch what we do more than what we say, and they, they pick up from that. And they, they learn that lesson. So if we're going to expect honesty from our kids, we do have to be honest ourselves. And we've got to be honest not only about them. We have to be honest about ourselves all the way around. And uh, that leaves us a little bit vulnerable sometimes, don't you think? Well, sure it does because sometimes we have to fess up to the kids and say, you know what? I told you we were going to do this, and I can't do that. Right. And it's easy. Oh, I hate those moments. You know, when, yeah. when you said um, – well, in fact, I was going to spend some time um, with my son this last weekend, and at the at the last moment, my th- the faithful suburban. Oh no! I know. Oh, and, and I had to. And that's oh, a, that's a I tough hate conversation. doing that when yeah yeah yep. because and, you know you're letting him down in yep. a way and 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 he's gracious about it, but still oh and yeah. in that moment it would be so convenient to to you know to blame it on something or or whatever, um, but. When it's your fault, you've got to own it. Yeah. You've just got to say, you know, kid, uh, I did not make the right decision here. I did this and this, and I apologize. Yeah, okay, so let's talk about the suburban situation for a second. I'm not no, trying to rub salt really in that really. wound, really. But, <laughs> but, you, but it, you, you, I mean, oftentimes car problems are just, they're random things that you don't really plan for, and they happen, and it's just part of life. I'm it assuming is. this isn't that? It, it, it is that. It is that. So it, there's it not really that. anything you did wrong here. N- not that I know of. Okay. N- not okay. that I know of. But in the case where there there is something that maybe we hadn't planned real well or sure. maybe financially we hadn't planned ahead. And so, you know, we said, hey, we're going to do this this coming fall. Right. And we don't end up being able to do it because we didn't save up properly for it or something. Yes. Those are the kind of things that would be easy to, to kind of just kind of trick ourselves out of. It's like, well, you know, this thing came up and that thing came up and the other thing came up and so we can't afford to do it. And boy, if I sure would have seen that coming. then. But the reality is, is that we weren't disciplined to be able to make that happen ahead of time. Yeah, I think in many cases that's exactly the problem is that, is that you know, for whatever reason, we didn't take the right responsibility. The result is now either we find ourselves disappointing the kids or we haven't fulfilled another commitment, but they see that and they are absolutely watching how we're going to deal with that, whether from us we're going to get the truth the first time every time. Not only when we speak to the kids, but when we speak to the people around them, right. they know if you're making excuses. They yep. know if you're if you're treading water and uh, and trying to shift responsibility um, Yeah, and if we're going to expect them to be honest with us, we have to be honest with them. Be impeccable. Um, keep our behavior excellent. 
And really with our kids, it's the same thing as far as it, it, just like it would be with, with non-Christians outside the family, keeping our behavior excellent so that uh, in the day of visitation, they give glory to God. That, that really falls on us. So when we're talking about honesty and expecting honesty from our kids, it's up to us to display that to them impeccably. Yeah, that gives them the example to follow and also really makes us better parents because there's no excuses there. You, you take ownership. And, uh, and that's what we want to be. We want to be the right parents who can, who can lay the right foundation. And, uh, and therefore, we can speak to them because we have some credibility. If we're not honest, we certainly can't call them to what we're not. And we'll see you next time on Interman, Interman Radio. Radio. Yeah, thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, you can be sure to never miss an episode by visiting InnermanRadio.org or get automatic notifications on your phone with the Interman Radio app. It's available on Google Play or Apple Stores.